Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is Jade Idlers. She is the current Ms. Ohio High School America 2020. She is currently going to school promoting her platform of preventing young kids and adults from vaping and doing drugs. And because of her positive and knowledge, she has been invited and has already spoken at the United Nations. This young lady has only started her journey and she's learned so much in her short life that you're going to be absolutely blown away. At 16, she's already spoken at the United Nations and she has multiple state titles. Jade is an incredible person. Stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, Jade. Um, I, You know, one of the things that I like about this show is I get to interview people all over the country, especially people I haven't had even the opportunity to photograph or work together with or collaborate with. And you came up on my Facebook as someone new to talk to. And uh, I honestly love the collegiate pageant. So Mm -hmm. I was interested to know more about your experiences and and where you're going. Um, You have a high school title, correct? So um, what's the age range in that title? So I believe since it's more like school grade focused, it depends on what grade you're in. So I'd say um, freshmen in high school to juniors in high school are eligible to compete. So probably anywhere from like 14 to 17, I'd say. So it's like some team, but it could go into Miz too. Um, yes. Well, my division, the, um, it's more like the teen, but I think Miss would be more the collegiate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, how did you get into pageants? Yes. Yeah, so actually my mom did pageants back in her day. Um, she was Mrs. Ohio. I'm from Ohio um, in 2001. And then she, when I was around like eight years old, she would coach girls, but she would never let me do pageants. And so I would always like do like talent shows, stuff to try to fill my pageant void. Um, But I just like looked at her one day and I was like, mama, how can you support other girls' dreams and not mine? And so then she was like, oh, okay, I'm going to let you do a pageant. Um, Well, especially when she was a former Miss Ohio, you know? Yes. I mean, does that um, put a lot of pressure on you to um, have a mom who's been so successful in this state? Um, I think it's not pressure, but I think it's just like motivation. Um, I know at the end of the day, it's all for fun and also to spread my message that I am so proud of. But I think that having my mom who is experienced, um, just helps, but, um, I just try to make her proud. (laughs) Well, I'm sure, um, any good, um, child wants to make their mom proud. So, I mean, um, it sounds like you're on the path to, uh, to becoming Miss Ohio yourself. So, um, is now, does she have a title with America or, or Miss USA or USA? Is that where Miss Ohio? It was, t- the, it was the United States pageant. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you ever see yourself competing in that system then? Um, I have 
before, um, but I really like the Miss High School America organization. That's my favorite right now, and hopefully I'll be able to be Miss High School America. Well, I mean, my friends that have competed in the system, they they rave about how cool it is. Now, mm-hmm. for a while, their, their, um, their nationals was in Orlando, but I've heard that they've moved it to Arkansas. Is that right? Um, I think the High School America system, it was in San Antonio, Texas, I believe, and now okay. it's in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. But I know a lot of pageant nationals are in Florida, which can always always be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you excited to go to Arkansas? Are, are, have you oh, been there? Oh, I am so excited. I've actually never been there, but the one thing that I love to do is, like, travel. And so I'm 16 right now, and I've been to 16 different states. And so uh, my birthday is in May, and so nationals are in June, and I doubt I'll be traveling anytime between then. Um, so Arkansas will be my 17th state in 17 years, so I think that's kind of cool. Do you have one of those uh, scratch-off travel maps? That, <laughs> you know, you can start scratching off. I have one. Um, I have a world map, and I have a... Uh, uh, United States one, so mm-hmm. um, I would love to have one of those. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, seeing that we're all stuck in the, you could eat, you could make that as an art craft day and make one yourself. Ooh, you know, true. I know. Just to have you know, got to do something while you're twiddling your thumbs. You know, on, for real. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? How did you get? So, mom, mom is. Um, basically a, a lineage she you know it's basically passed down but she she um did encourage you to do it right away but what was your first pageant that you actually competed in how did you do um so funny story i went in there and i was like my mom is miss ohio so i got this in a bag right like eight-year-old self full of sass um there were three contestants in my age division and i got dead last <laughs> Um, I just went in there and I strutted my stuff and it was just, it was too much. Um, but it was like a little sunburst prelim pageant. My mom just wanted me to get like a little bit of experience before I did something bigger. Um, but I got dead last and I think that was like the humbling that I needed to actually like put in the work and practice. Um, so yeah. Do you think that if your mom wasn't a former Miss Ohio that you would have done pageants? Do you feel that you that calling that you that you want to do pageants um i think that pageantry for people who like don't have a direct connection seems like something that is so far away um because i know since i have my direct connection to pageants it's always been seen as something that is like achievable but i think for people who like don't really know like don't have like a gateway into pageantry it's very difficult to get into um if you like don't if you're starting from ground zero so I think that definitely having my mom has helped me like with my pageant career I'm really big into theater so I probably would have just done stuff with that I love to like get all dolled up um but if my mom hadn't done pageants I'm not sure I would have gotten involved um just because I wouldn't have like known what to do or like how to start now does is there a talent portion in this um, competition? No, there's not. There's so not. Okay. For this pageant, it's evening gown, fashion runway, and an interview. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do you like competing in a pageant where there isn't a, conta- a talent? Or do you, because it, you had mentioned that you like singing. Is singing a passion then? Um, In the theater world, I'm more on the acting side of things. Okay. 
Um, I like to sing in my car, but on stage, um, I typically like to just act. I think my favorite part about pageantry, though, is the interview portion. So whether um, a pageant has a talent or not, I think that I kind of like it without talent just because I want it to be about my message, not my ability to perform on a stage. Are you excited the way that um, some of the pageants are going, like Miss America, where they're not focusing on the talent, but the overall uh, speaking ability and, and more who you are? Um, I definitely like the removal of the swimsuit competition because I think that um, it empowers some people, but I know it's kept a lot of people out of pageantry. And so I think that the main thing when you are a title holder is to be a smokes, a spokesmodel for that system. And so I think that um, you don't necessarily need to be able to um, model a bikini to be a spokesperson. I think it should be about what you have to say. Um, so I definitely like when pageant systems make it more about who you are as a person and not what you um, have the ability to do or what you look like. I mean, you're right. I mean, when when does anyone walk around in a bikini when you have the title, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree that fitness should play a, a role, but I think mm -hmm. I think the way you hold yourself and the way you talk to people in public or do an interview is way better to judge a person than based on, on something so fish, uh, fleeting. Mm -hmm. You know, For sure. Sadly, we all get old and and, and fat, so. <laughs> I know, and especially with this quarantine, I cannot stop stress eating. Oh my goodness. Well, how are you dealing with it? Being a pageant contestant and having a pageant that's very, very soon on the horizon. I mean, you said June, right? So yes. that's that's not far away. So how's your mindset? Like, how do you prepare um, for something like this? And such a um, interesting dilemma that we're all in. Yeah, so it's at the end of June, so there's like a little bit more wiggle room, but uh, I, oh, excuse me. Um, I definitely am still trying to do as much as I can. So I am a person who is always go, 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 and always looking towards the next thing and planning the next thing. So with my schedule being wiped away, I'm trying to um, transfer all of my speaking plans digitally and so I think I'm making the best out of social media and being able to record me reading books to children um, and just really helping out in any way I can because I think that um, pageantry is amazing but there is life after it and there's life where you're not competing and you really have to evaluate um, what's going on and know that life happens and it's okay to um just breathe a little bit and it's okay to not have a lot on your schedule, but I think just trying to help out in any way I can is helping me with pageants. Going back to that first pageant, you said it was humbling, but did you also um, <laughs> find yourself? Did you, did you get the pageant bug? Um, was like, oh, yes. what, what, like what were the intangibles that you got out of that? So I definitely think that, seeing it not even competing I like got bit by the bug so fast um but the one thing that was like the turning point for my mom to actually let me do pageants were the pageants that had no makeup and so I think that once I started my first competition and kind of like fell on my face a little bit it was more 
um, motivational for me to continue. So um, I have had like, I like to say like two different careers in pageants because I did them when I was younger and then I kind of took like a five-year break and then I've come back recently. So when I was younger, I actually had a little bit of success. So I did like the little sunburst pageant and fell on my face completely. Um, But then I found a Ohio specific pageant Um, And so it's called Miss American Girl. And I won a prelim for that. And then I won like the Ohio State pageant for that. Um, And then there was a program where I was like Queen of Queens. And so then I won that. So I was a three time Miss American Girl uh, title holder. And then I was the Miss American co-ed Miss Ohio Sweetheart Queen um, after my Miss American Girl days. And then I went to kind of like the peak of my childhood pageant career. I was the National American Miss Ohio preteen queen. Well, congratulations on that. Wow. Thank you. Um, and then I took a five-year break just because. Well, I mean, um, you, you you basically achieved everything you could in that category. So might as well retire yes. retire, and yes. take a couple years off. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. I, you know, uh, I'm only 10, but, you know, I've reached the top. But, you know, it's yeah. great, you know, and I, I'm and no sincerely yeah. I'm being sarcastic. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you know. Most people don't yeah. have a national title when when they're <laughs> 10, so. Yeah. Um, so then I kind of, like, took that time away to focus on theater and just kind of, like, be a kid because it was, like, that awkward time when you're, like, dr- like, because the dresses are expensive, and so, like, I was growing in and out, and I was shrinking, and then my stomach would get bigger, um, and then I, like, we could see my shoes through the dress, and then I was just growing, and so I took that time to focus on acting, and it was in, like, a commercial and a feature film and then I've been in theater for 10 years now and I've done over 20 shows um uh but then my freshman year of high school I kind of got bit by the pageant bug again I never like thought I thought when I was done I was done the first time um and then I started like seeing some old pageant friends pop up on my Instagram and then I like started watching them more and then I was like oh I want to do this and then I think the main thing for me with getting back into pageants was the scholarship opportunities because college is super expensive. And like the reality of that is like, Oh my gosh, like I am in high school. Like this is something that's happening fast. And so I thought that pageantry would be a great way to get scholarship opportunities and like public speaking opportunities. And so I think that, um, that was, it played a huge part in like getting my pageant bug back and so then after um my break I was Miss Teen Ohio International um 2019 and then I got top five at nationals actually um and then I was the national junior team captivating queen and now I'm Miss Ohio High School America and then we'll see what happens at Miss High School America but I'm super excited well it sounds you you definitely have all the steps to go to the next level do you feel that you're prepared to to hold that that national title at oh, this for age? sure. Yes. So um, I believe that right now is a wonderful time for me to have this title. Um, I have done so much with my personal platform of Bold and Brave, which stands for Building Our Lives Drug-Free and Building Respect and Values for Everyone. Um, I've got international partners um, with drug-free nonprofits, and I've actually spoken at the United Nations. I'm on International Drug Prevention Day, so I believe that I have done a lot, and I have tremendous plans to take this title to the next level, and I would just love to have this title 
um, kind of as a megaphone for what I want to do. But I think that I have the ability to do this job and do it very well, especially with the grade that I'm in right now. I'm actually on a paid speaking tour. And so next year, I am taking half days and doing college classes through my high school and I'll be a senior. And so I think that since the high school America Queens travel so much, um, my schedule lined up for next year would just perfectly align with having this title. Well, you know, one of the comments going back to your early years and doing pageants, you mentioned Mm -hmm. doing pageants with no makeup. Now I wasn't even aware of that. So can you delve yeah. a little bit more? Do you know more about that? Because I find that to be interesting. Is that a whole like sub um, sub level of pageantry? Because that that actually sounds like something that a lot of women that may not be into makeup would really love. That is that. Yeah. I mean that I I applaud your mom for encouraging you to do that type of pageantry mm-hmm. first, and then rushing into doing something where you have to like spend a million dollars. I you know your mom's really smart by having you do yeah. Something. yeah. She's a smart woman. Um, But I think that it was more on the younger side of things because I think that the pageants that I was doing, um, it was Miss American Co-Ed and National American Miss. I think it was, like, younger than 12. You Or, like, um, when it comes, like, it was, like, preteens and below were, like, no makeup. And I remember at Nationals for um, the Miss American Co-Ed system, um, they – I'm Puerto Rican, and so I've got really dark features and, like, Um, dark eyelashes and dark eyebrows and so I remember like going on before evening gown this one lady she was a staff member for the pageant she came with like this cod ball was like scrubbing my face because she didn't believe that those were my eyebrows and it was just kind of (laughs) funny (laughs) um yeah it was nuts and then my eyes were like pink but it was fine um but I think that it's a great opportunity for like little girls because I think at that age it really is about who they are and not what their moms like want them to dress up and be. Um, oh, absolutely. So I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. So would you, mm-hmm. would you encourage your friends and when you have a, if you, if you do have a daughter, um, would you encourage mm-hmm. to do a, to do a pageant with no makeup then? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely um, person by person. Cause I think that sometimes when moms are former pageant queens themselves, sometimes they, kind of like push their daughter into that and I've like seen that happen like just in my state um but I never want to be like a mother who forces their child into something that they don't want to do um so I think that if I do have a daughter one day or if I um can influence people to um people who are young enough to compete in those kind of pageants um I definitely would if they wanted to um and I think that it's a great way to get transferable skills without um growing up do you feel that even though your life is has just just begun that you um that you that do you feel like that pageantry has made a big impact on your life oh 110 percent. i definitely don't think that i'd be doing half the things that i've done um without pageantry i know speaking at the united nations it wouldn't have happened without a pageant title and my connection to the foundation for a drug-free world that's how i got to speak there is how i'm partnered with them um but it all happened because i had a title and as silly as it is when you've got a sparkly crown and a sparkly sash people listen to you and they pay attention to you um but i think that having a profound message like um myself with drug prevention and building respect and values for everyone i think that's also helped um but pageantry is just incredible with the skills that it provides you the opportunities that it gives you and 
the future connections that can be made. It's it's just incredible, and I am so thankful for pageantry. It's just the key that you just you get when you you put a crown sash on that yeah. that older men um, give people more attention. I I, yeah. I would hope I would wish that you wouldn't have to to um, do that if you felt mm-hmm. if you felt that you could just dr- dress you know without a crown sash and still get the attention and still get some activation or, or change in the um, the local assembly or or and Congress but it's like having the key to the to the, the cookie jar that they pay attention to yeah. more so I mean um, so I, I have not had a guest being um, been able to speak um, at United Nations what was that experience um, oh my gosh. And like what 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 did you draw out of that because that's something definitely is a unique experience was mm-hmm. that something just um thrust upon you or were were you planning that for a long time yeah so um actually my, once i got my title and we were developing my platform my mom was like messaging as many people with similar mes- messages as me as possible um and so my mom um just messaged the foundation for a drug free world and they responded back Uh, When I will never forget this. We were in the Macy's dressing room and she got a direct message on Instagram inviting me to speak at the United Nations in like two weeks in New York City because it was the United Nations headquarters in New York City. And I was just like, huh? Like, what? This is nuts. Like, I'm 16. I'm speaking at the United Nations. What do you mean? Um, And so it kind of just happened really fast. Um, But it just goes to show like what can get accomplished when you aren't afraid to like ask or um not afraid of like yeah um so well i mean if that if that's already checked off on your bucket list what what else is on the the list of achievements that you want to do do you want do you want to have a sit down with one of the presidents or or with (laughs) with the american president or what's on your what's on your bucket list um, so actually coming up, I'm going back to speak at the United Nations if that event doesn't get canceled. Um, and I'm actually getting presented with the gold presidential service award. Um, so I know statewide I have been to legislative day and I've spoken with my representatives and my senators. Um, one day it would be great to speak with the president. I think maybe not right now. Um, but in the future, um, yes, <laughs> With that, um, I think right now he's busy with stuff that's going on, um, but definitely maybe like in the future, different circumstances, um, speaking with the president would be amazing to enact a worldwide um, drug-free trend, especially with team vaping and stuff going on. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. I mean, I'm kind of like blown away by all the achievements that you've had. So 
Um, you. you had a national, t- you had a national title at like 10, 10, 11, right? And then you took five years. I had a state title. Yeah, state title, which is still, yes, okay. Okay, right. At like 10, 11, then you took mm-hmm. five years off. You've been able to talk to um, and, and speak uh, at the United Nations. You're getting mm-hmm. an award at the United Nations, even if it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> you're still getting the award. You just might be postponed on the on the uh on the ceremony portion that that's pretty big yes. mm-hmm. um so where do you see like the patch so i know you're in this system but do you see that um are you are you looking like long term like what's the next goal for the next system or like the goal long term because you're 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 still teen so there's so <laughs> like the the roadmap is so so much further down and mm-hmm. um i definitely am all like i'm blown away by everything that i'm done sometimes i like feel like i'm hannah montana and like i don't even um know like what my life is um and so i think that um my favorite system right now is the high school america system um so hopefully that goes well i think um since I am kind of close to being in college, which is kind of scary, um, I think that my pageantry career would probably. Well, do you know what school you want to go to then? Um, it changes weekly. I think right now I'm interested in Butler University or Ohio State University. Um, it really just depends on what scholarships I get. But I'm interested um, this week in communications. <laughs> okay. But it changes every well, I'm, week. I'm shocked. I would assume it would, it would be the school that has the best acting program. Yep. So it's, <laughs> it's really funny. And my mom kind of always like tries to get me to do theater, but I am someone who likes a lot of stability, um, especially from a financial standpoint. I think that acting is a wonderful career and a wonderful choice. Um, but I think for me, the level of um the level of instability and how drastically different things are every day is something that I don't necessarily want um I think that so there are, yeah so so are I yeah I, I'll let you um percolate your your thought um so are you thinking more like a journalist um and then you still have the opportunity or or um or to work on a team like that on the backside so that it's kind of a, a permanent job that way is that is that the kind of field that you want to go into then then being uh an actor and having to be an individual and always fighting for a job is that what you're thinking to go um i think journalism could be a part of it but i am considering a lot in the field of communications i think that's why i like communication so much is because it's really broad and you can do a lot so some of the things that i've been considering um within that field would be maybe being like a news anchor or um being the head of like being a public relations manager or like a social media strategist or someone who is like leading like a digital campaign or like leading someone's um like communication campaign on like their political journey, um, something like that. But I think just being able to kind of like have my face in the door or like have not my face in the door. What? Oh my gosh. Um, kind of like be there, but also like, um, 
I don't know, just kind of like report things or be able to tell a story, but not have. Um, so you still want to, so the goal is still maybe to be in front of the camera in some capacity, but you're willing Perhaps. to be behind the camera if that's more stable. Is that? For sure. Yeah. I just want to be able to like share messages and have something matter and help people. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest as a photographer, like I think mm -hmm. that being in the front of the camera for you personally would be in your best interest. It is the more <laughs> risky position to go towards because nothing is ever guaranteed. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that is really cool today is that you can really build a following, um, mm -hmm. and have that basically instilled, you know, I, I, I assume you have a YouTube channel. If not, then I would encourage yes. you to please really focus on one <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. You can be as broad or um, or as vague as you want, and really build your narrative the way you mm -hmm. want. So, um, I mean, if let's just take it this way: if if a judge or a parent's coming and cleaning off your face at ten years old because she thinks she has makeup, I <laughs> I think those are just natural features that you're going to only look better as you get, yeah, you know. Thanks. So. Um, you know, that's just a, you know, but you know, just because you, just because you, you get a job that you be, become a producer or uh, an influencer and you're not in front of the camera isn't, isn't a bad thing either. They're both, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, um, I would just encourage it's to me, the way you talk about acting, it sounds like acting is definitely your passion or just being in front of the camera. So. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think that, um, theater was a way for me to, um, I don't know, I was raised as an only child. And so I think that the level of attention that I personally need might be a little bit higher than some other people. <laughs> um, just because I think that's what I'm used to just like being raised by a single mom, um, and just like kind of like her being, being her one and only. And so I think that also having success in theater, um, just in my high school, um, I think has helped me a little bit, but I think that I've always been a person who has something to say. And so, um, for me, I don't like a lot of conflict and I was considering politics, but that gets a little too messy. Um, so I think that me having something to say, I could potentially be, um, um, like a news anchor. I think that could be cool. Um, but I definitely am considering that. <laughs> well, you know, Hey, I, I would definitely encourage you if, to, um, you know, yeah. United States Congress is messy, but you know, mm -hmm. the biggest change you can always do is your community. And if you love Ohio yeah. a lot, you know, the biggest thing you can do is, is representing your own community, especially mm -hmm. if it's even a local community. And trust me, the biggest drama you probably have is that the, uh, the road wasn't paved right, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would encourage you if that's something that you, you love to do, you should definitely, um, represent your your community so mm -hmm. i mean because especially at your age i i don't have friends that ever say oh i would want to run that you know that's a very that's a very <laughs> rare thing so i would encourage you not yeah. to not to yeah not to turn yeah. it because you never know you might become you know a superstar like that i mean um For sure. <laughs> o, o, oc um she was just a bartender and now she is um She's a, a, I mean, she might be a great senator for, uh, uh, mm -hmm. so you never know. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. So, so you're ju- you're juggling the idea of going to two different schools. Mm-hmm. You're doing the uh, doing the pageant to to get to, to get scholarship. What's are you just focusing on pageants that have scholarship, or would you do would you do a scholar would you do a pageant that would you recommend, or would you do personally a pageant that didn't have a scholarship? Um, I would, and I definitely have before in the past. Um, but I think that um, pageants are an investment or they can be sometimes. And so I think that it's important to get out what you put into them um, financially and also just with opportunities and travel and things like that. Um, But I think that definitely what you are promoting um, in terms of um, your personal platform and the pageants platform is the most important thing, regardless of it, if it, there's a scholarship opportunity attached to it, although that is always nice. What's the impression um, going to school and having a title that that says high school on it? Do you ever wear it at school? Do you get what's the um, what's the overall like? Um, I know when I was in high school, we would wear our leather jackets and wear our, our mm-hmm. football or baseball jersey um, for our game days. Um, is that the same kind of thing? Do you guys um, um, compete? Um, do the same or? What's the vibe with that? Um, so at my personal high school, I definitely do not wear it at school or like on Fridays or anything like that. Um, but I am on a paid speaking tour and it's mainly featured for high schools and middle schools to talk about like the dangers of vaping and the good things that can happen if you abstain from drugs. And so I definitely do wear my pageant sash at other high schools when I'm speaking um, but it's not something that I like use to accessorize an outfit with at my school. So do your, so your friends think it's like, do you think they think it's cool? Do you, do you, do you um, have like, do you have like pageant friends or they are, you have friends that are not pageant, um, uh, uh, yeah. um, so people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely have pageant friends and like school friends and theater friends. Um, but everyone I tell about it, they all, they're like always super cool. And I know like my basement is kind of like my like pageant room kind of thing. And I've got like a dress rack and all this stuff. Um, and I, like, I've got some like awards and stuff in the corner. I feel like it's like my mom's little shrine to me, but it's funny. Um, but I, um, definitely think that my, like my personal friends are like really accepting and they always like hype me up. Um, and they think it's really cool. Um, but I know, um, I have it like featured on my Instagrams and stuff, but I feel like I'm kind of like Hannah Montana a little bit. And the fact that I like, don't like talk about it too much within like my personal life. Um, not because I'm like embarrassed about it by any means, because I love pageantry and love everything. And I'm so proud and so, and so blessed to have a title. But I think that, um, more importantly, I talk about what I'm doing Um, just like with like my speaking opportunities and stuff, because I think that my message of being drug free and building respect and values for everyone is more important than me wearing a title. So I guess I'm getting the vibe that you like, you like to have like, uh, the, I, I, I'm to me, it's like a Superman Clark Kent has his, his, uh, his normal (laughs) identity. And then he has Superman as his, Mm -hmm. as a Superman. So is that, is that how you feel like when you put your sash on, that's, that's your go to work. Like I need to, I need to, yeah. 
do you feel is that does that give you like an air of confidence when you put it on is it like a um is that like a bulletproof vest um virtually that makes you feel confident to go out in the world and be able to talk to um you know maybe a a, a higher important person um and and be listened to I mean, yeah, I definitely think that it gives me a little bit of an edge because I feel like more people are listening. Um, And so that's always good, especially when you've got an important message. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or doing commercial they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. Okay, so this is the part of the show where I give Jay the opportunity to really talk about anything that we haven't talked about. So what did we not go over that's important that you would like to emphasize before we call it a day? Okay, so I would just love to first touch on the fact that I'm a part of a youth council, and it's called the Ohio Youth Led Prevention Network. So it's a statewide prevention um, youth council. It's about a dozen high school students from all across our state who are very active in making change. And so that's a group I'm involved with that um, definitely gives me a lot of opportunities um, to make governmental change. And so that is how I've been able to speak at my state house several times um, to legislators and representatives. Um, and I've actually been presented with two resolutions, one from the Senate and one from the House of Representatives. So that was really cool. Thank you. Now, um, is that, <laughs> is that um, giving you the opportunity to actually – um, visit the actual um, Senate and the House in your local state and actually see yes, the... Yes, it's that's so great. pretty and it's so cool. Would you encourage other um, young young people to go to their state house and, and actually see um, the Senate and, and the House in, uh, in actual um, live um, lawmaking? For sure. I definitely think it's so important for young people to start getting involved a lot earlier, especially um, within um, governmental things. I think that um, seeing things happening um, and decisions that are being made for you, um, I think it's really important for young people to see what that looks like. Do you understand how um, laws are made now more easily that you actually witness it and actually happening in and how, how difficult it is. Yeah, I think so. I think that just like the whole process of being in there was just a really cool learning experience. And it was just amazing, but it's like, it's so different than how like people typically talk. Cause I feel like it's all this like fancy, like business writing and stuff. Um, but it's all, it makes sense. It's really cool. So what else, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you'd like I know we you wanted to talk about your mission, which is um, preventing people from vaping. So, yes. So, from what I've been aware, is that um, 
it's just recently that they've really found out that vaping really destroys your lungs. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that, that vaping does that's worse than smoking? So my whole platform is drug prevention as a whole, but I think vaping is a huge aspect of it. Um, so something that I've been working in and prevention groups is like really educating my peers. Um, and so something that I think that a lot of people don't know is one like jewel pod is equivalent to three to four packs of cigarettes. I know a lot of people only think it's one. Um, there's also a chemical in there called formaldehyde. Um, and it's just, it's really, it's like what they use to like preserve dead bodies and like there's car battery acid. And so it's, it's actually, it's actually the same exact, it's not like a derivative of phenomenon. It's actually the same stuff that they put in you when you're dead. Wow. That's scary. And it's like, I think that there's like, people think it's just flavoring and like flavoring is such a small part of it. And I think that you never truly know what you're putting in your body. But I think that if you have built up respect and values for yourself, um, you shouldn't be at a point where you need to um, rely on a substance to give you a buzz or make you feel better. I think what, uh, this is what I talked about at the UN a little bit about, was I believe that teens are using because they want to feel better or they don't want to feel anything at all. And so I think that once you address the um, mental health aspect of things and when people really respect and value themselves, um, they will make better decisions. And also I think that um, the youth perspective needs to be told a little bit more. Well, this is a good opportunity. So I'm going to ask you a couple hard questions. One, do you feel that people that are vaping uh, are vaping more um, the the just the tobacco or the colored flavors or are they doing more weed vaping so i think it's a good mix of both i think that um it's all i think that it's getting intermingled a lot more than people think it is so there are things called dab pens and that's kind of like vaping weed and so it's thc oil um, that's put into like a little cartridge and then it's kind of like vaporized through there. Um, I think that's kind of common, but I think the most common is definitely um, like the jewels, which is like mainly um, it's advertised with the flavors and like the pods. But I think the newest thing is these puff bars because they're bright colored, um, but they're the same shape as a jewel. So people like know what it is, um, but there's a lot more flavors. And so I think that as a tobacco industry and an e-cigarette industry um they should be ashamed of how they're advertising because no 35 year old man who's trying to kick his smoking habit is going to pick up a bright pink puff bar i think that's a direct um advertising slant towards kids and i think that um big industries need to be put down i know that jewel um is kind of starting to get some backlash and they are banning flavors but I think that once you bring one down, you've got a whole group of kids that's hooked. And so then another company comes in its place like these puff bars. And so I think that um, people really need to get good like gas station attendants um, who won't just like give a kid something for a sale. They should care about um, kids well-being. And I know it's hard because it, it could be just like a gas station attendant, but I think just having people follow the rules um, and like checking for an ID and things like that need to happen because it's creating such a huge problem. I am absolutely impressed. You said you're 16. Thank you. Yes, I'm 16. And, and you realize and understand, you understand that um, 
that um, the derivative of how they're u- manipulating the the market on that. That's that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why in the eighties they banned cartoons. You can't have yes. the the cam the um Mister Cam um can, uh, yeah the camel camel yeah <laughs> that word's just not coming out. So you know mm-hmm. for you to recognize that that um and under, and actually be able to um explain it in an elegant way that you know clearly you have a bright future on your head so um do you how do you okay so if you're 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 talking to your friends and younger uh friends uh uh, teens younger teens what's okay so if they're listening to this what's Mm -hmm. the way you'd break it down okay you're at a party or you're maybe you're Mm -hmm. outside school how do you confront them without being forceful and ask them to consider or and not giving them a little idea of understanding that it's worse than smoking it'd be actually better if they would smoke i think you have to like use their language and so i think like i've definitely like seen it happen in the bathroom and i've been like girl do you know what's in there and then she's like no what's in it and i like kind of like take that moment and i'm like the stuff that preserves dead bodies is the equivalent of this and like stuff like that and i'm like girl you can do so much better like why are you treating your body like this so i think you definitely have to um so you would so a young kid so most young kids in your generation understand what phenomenon is and and so that's not like too beyond them so Mm-hmm. Are you recommending um, kids to tell kids that then? I think that I know I've been pretty successful with um, I always try to share as many facts on Instagram as mm-hmm. I can. So I try to utilize the interactive like poll sticker and I always try to like see who knew it and who didn't. Um, so I think that spreading facts in any way you can um, is a great way to like help out peers because we're in a time where we're literally like history is repeating itself. Um, like stock market crash, there's and like a worldwide pandemic going around with this sickness. Um, and so I like people realize that because it's the same year, it's like the twenties. But I think that the fact that my generation thinks it's stupid to smoke cigarettes, but then they're vaping. I think that they are failing to realize that it's the same thing happening again. Um, do you, so, do you yeah. do you think that do, do you think that your generation is just negligent and they just aren't willing like oh they're just a young kids you know the other generation we smoke pot or we smoke cigarettes so you know that yeah. you know is that you know I it's just what it happens or do you think that you know you guys could Generation could do better is what I'm trying to say. I think that we are a generation that is used to instant gratification because we are the generation that's got all the technology and we've got literally everything at our fingertips in a matter of seconds. And so I think that sometimes teenagers being teenagers, they act without thinking. And so some like a lot of times you do something in the moment and you don't think about the consequences typical teenage behavior um but i think that if this was people were educated more about what's in it um before it gets to this point i think we need to start talking about it more and so i think that a lot of times um 
school administrations don't want to talk about it because they don't want or they don't want to educate their students because they don't want to believe that it's happening because they don't want to believe that their school has that problem. Um, I know that with my paid speaking tour I'm on, he, um, the, like, organize, organizer of that um, whole, like, organization that I'm with, uh, Michael DeLeon with Seared Straight, um, he went into um, this Catholic private high school and was like, hey, can I, do, like, do this presentation for your kids? And then the, like, the principal or whatever um, was like, this is a Catholic school. Our kids don't do drugs. And I was like, oh, that's, like, the worst school, I feel like, that has, like, a drug problem. Because um, I just feel like you need to start talking about it because ignoring the problem isn't going to make it go away. The more you talk about it, the less the less it's not an issue. Uh, more, yeah, right, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I'm Catholic, and I I think that my friends were more prone to get a girl pregnant because they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't know anything about that. So I think exactly. that. So I think that you knowing that already puts you in a better mm-hmm. footing. And I would encourage you definitely to um, have that mindset because mm-hmm. talking about anything that's hard is is definitely better than just ignoring it because if it, exactly. you don't talk about it, it just festers and it, you know, it's just like a wound. You keep on scratch, you know, if you, yeah. um, you know, so preventive care is basically is the, is the, is the main, the, um, the goal behind that I see. Yeah. Um, I here's a question I think would be really good to ask you. So mm-hmm. sometimes parents aren't very um, good at like reading things. So because kids are really good at hiding stuff. Mm-hmm. So what's your suggestion to a parent that um, may not know that their kid is vaping or smoking? Like, what do you think you should recommend them looking at um, and keep eye out for? Because you know, we can, we can be really, um, secretive when it comes to hiding yeah. stuff from our parents. So is there, what, mm-hmm. what do you recommend for parents to look out? Because these, I, these vape pens are so small now, you know? Yeah. I definitely think it's super important to one before everything, have the parent educate themselves, educate them on the newest devices, um, like what they look like, what they cost, what like, kind of like what they smell like I know they're probably like out of the realm of like what you can find out on Google but um just anything education about this topic is so important especially from a parent's perspective um I know um like the side effects like mood swings um intense rage things like that um I think that also the and those are all things that are directly coordinated wow yes I definitely think that also having a um, a parent monitor their child's social media is crucial. I think that photos can be super telling and this kind of correlates with like the type of friends that they have and the company they keep. Um, I think that's also really important. Um, you can always use like a drug test. I think there are nicotine tests now and like THC tests. I think there are like nicotine or THC wipes that you can order on Amazon. You can like test your child's room to see if they have been or their bathroom or things like that and that will um, work and will that work with a um with uh, the vapes yes so nicotine is in all vape products so well i, I but i didn't that. know uh I, I don't smoke of any kind so i'm yeah. this is not something so 
I I come off as very naive one. So even though no 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 I'm trying. So um, you're still going to have that smoke residue as well. I guess my so you, yes, it's, and it's going to lay on objects. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I think the big thing is like teenagers are a good um, source for this because like of the wipes and how it like lingers. I think that no child is like cleaning their room twenty four seven. No. So as long as they like yeah so i think that you know i think that's a i think that's the tip that we should Mm -hmm. recommend because one um it doesn't take you know you're not you're not really invading their privacy but you know it's it's the parent's house so she can Mm -hmm. do whatever she wants and that's a way definitely for yeah so hey Mm -hmm. look you know if if you're not really good with the social media thing so Mm -hmm. so there are wipes that you can prove that there is and if you don't personally smoke then you know okay well they're there perfect yeah okay um but i also definitely think um oh my goodness i just had it Uh, it's okay oh i think um having a parent talk about things from an early age oh yeah um, super important and so always having you know it's okay to make mistakes but know that like teaching kids that like to know their worth and to know their value um, is super important but also to like not be afraid to like talk about like weed with your child or to talk about vaping with your child but like letting them know that like they just want them to be safe and how like these are not safe products and things like that so just talking can do so much well jade is there anything else before we call it a day um i just would like to say if you want to keep in contact me with me um or anyone listening, my Instagram is at Miss Ohio High. My website is jadeilers.com, J A D E E I L E R S.com. Um, and my platform is Bold and Brave, building our lives drug free and building respect and values for everyone. And Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's my pleasure for, for you to come <laughs> on my show. And I'm so thankful that um, your mom gave me the opportunity to, to, um, to speak with you today. Yeah. And um, for all of our listeners that, like myself that may have a reason, uh, reading disability or just a really bad speller. All of her information will be in the bio below, um, with all the details. Um, and I would definitely, it sounds like she's, she's definitely someone we need to keep her eye on. And, um, you know, I can, I can see you doing really well. So, um, please stay safe. Don't get sick. Um, wash hands, wash hands. And, um, I hope everything goes well in June. And please keep us up to date. We'd love to talk to a national title holder. So please, I would, I would, um, I I would love it if your national director, um, gives me the the permission. I'd love to talk to you and talk about your goals for the year. So for sure. So. Jay, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time. And as I mentioned in the open, absolutely blown away. Um, congratulations on the opportunity to speak at the United Nations um, at the age of 16. And um, if you're already talking to the United Nations, I hope you get the opportunity to speak to um, Congress and also um, the president one day too. And uh, hope your platform of preventing people from vaping is taken seriously and pushed through Congress. And I hope you can save a lot of people's lives because of it. And I hope everyone is really motivated and 
really impressed by you as much as I have. Remember, this show always drops on Thursday afternoon. So please like us, follow us, and give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, and comment on our on our video on both iTunes and on YouTube. And as always, please stay tuned.